Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 15 of Short, Fat, and Balding, a podcast by Armchair Quarterbacks for Armchair Quarterbacks. I am Travis, one of the three hosts who will navigate you through sports debate for the next couple of hours. As always, we have Nico. Sometimes I cover myself in Vaseline and squirm around on the floor like a slug. Seek therapy. Uh, we also have James. I need a neurologist. That's true. Um, that is very true. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about some MLB hot stove drama. It is the uh, the winter meetings out there in Arizona. Uh, we got the NHL quick pass. Uh, just going to recap on some stuff popping off in the NHL at close to the quarter point of the season. We're almost at 20 games. Um, and then, as always, our Week 10 recap of football and a Week 11 picks. All that and so very much more on this week's episode of Short, Fat, and Balding. Okay, boys, go. we got drama. In, drama. In, drama in the Bronx. Um, I don't know. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. I don't know if you guys know, but Brian Cashman and John Carlos Stanton's agent are at each other's throats. Uh, the, there are, the rumor mill is a swirl. With this being Cashman, yes, a swirl. Uh, this is this is uh, the New York tabloids will say are saying that this is a Cashman's attempt to force a Stanton trade, you know that kind of stuff because obviously he has no trade clause. Um, all very, it's very much a November headline after the World Series is over and baseball is irrelevant. Yep. Um. So, That's the way I'm seeing it anyway. I am going to read the yes. quote from Brian Cashman, and then I will read the quote from Giancarlo Stanton's agent, and you guys can tell me what you think of what you kind of read between the lines there. So uh, Cashman was interviewed by the New York Daily News at the GM meetings in Scottsdale last week. Um he said, we have to get Stanton up and running again. He is injury prone. We all have lived with that and known that, but he's never not hit while he's playing. This year is the first time that's happened. We try to limit the time he's down, but I'm not going to tell you he's going to play every game next year because he's not. He's going to wind up getting hurt again, more than likely, because it seems to be a part of his game. I know that when he's right and healthy, other than this past year, the guy's a great hitter and has been for a long time. That's what he said when addressing the situation with Giancarlo Stanton. When this quote got out, Giancarlo Stanton's agent said, I read the context of the entire interview. I think it's a good reminder for all free agents considering signing in New York, both foreign and domestic, that to play for that team, you've got to be made of Teflon, both mentally and physically, because you can never let your guard down, even in the offseason. So what do you what do you think? I think that's probably the truest and smartest thing Brian Cashman's ever said. Or done. Okay. I mean, I mean, he plays probably what forty percent of a season every year. I think we Give did like we don't talked. Don't get me of... wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. When he's on, he's on. Yeah, there isn't a better hitter in baseball, and his his um, exit velocities are insane. Yeah, but the problem cracked. is every year he's out. Correct. He's out for an extended period of time. And with, I think the Yankees are looking to get younger. Stanton's on year 15. Mm-hmm. He's played 15 years. He's been in the league since 08. It's... Yeah. Jesus. 
So, I mean, if you look at it, let's be honest. He's aging. Correct. He's, oh, what is he? Mid-30s? 33, 34? Yeah, 34, I think. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he's 34. So, 34. So, I mean, he's starting to get into that, starting to slow down years. I mean, playing him as a DH is fine and dandy, but he doesn't run the bases. Right. He doesn't run. He doesn't put in the effort. And several times last year, he was caught jogging. He shows more effort when he actually plays the field, and I don't know why. I understand it. Um, Just coming from a, it's harder to coming off the bench cold is, is a hard thing to do. And when you're not playing in the field, being a DH is going to suck. Yep. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when he does run, he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. When they put him in the field, he gets hurt. You can't, you can't bank on, he's not dependable is what it comes down to. Yeah. No, not at all. You know, all. where, yeah, Judge gets hurt, but he also plays more games. And he's also yeah, he's playing 140 I mean, out of 162 games a year. And Stanton only batted, what was it, like 195 last year? Yeah, not great. 190, 191. And, and Brian, he... He sort of hinted at that. He's he was basically saying like last year was a weird year. I mean, I think he was trying to be as polite as he could there, but I mean, the facts are what did we discuss at the at the beginning like in the midsummer when we first started this that like Stanton's gotten paid over 100 million dollars to not play baseball because he's been yeah. hurt so much. I don't even think it was that long ago. I think this was in, within the last few weeks. But I mean, it's that's a fucking problem. That is and he's due thirty million this year, right? You know what you could do with thirty million in free agency? Yeah, yeah. Sign Yamamoto. He's got the same agent Stanton has. Yeah, Yamamoto does. Yeah, that's why he made a little hint about all all players, foreign and domestic. All right. I think it's. I I think it might be a play to get Yamamoto Yamamo, yeah whatever his name is um to get him more money too cuz if the Yankees know his agents out here saying like hey you don't want to come here and play mm-hmm. and from the several tweets I've seen it's Wolf is the name of the agent. The last name is acting out of character when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So either Cashman really hurt Stanton's feelings, or Joel Wolf. He's making name. a play, huh? Joel Wolf. Is John his Wolf. Name. Joel Wolf. Yeah. Either he hurt Stanton's feelings, or he's using it as to make a play. The Yankees to cough up more money, because at the end of the day. This player is going to listen to their agent more than anything. They, you know, a lot of these guys don't know exactly how all this business works in America. Mm-hmm. And his goal is to get him more money. 
So, I mean, I don't really know. I don't see anything wrong with what Cashman said, though. I think it's, it's, I mean, it's fair. It's factual. You can't tell me Stanton's been healthy. Right. You know, and you, and it's not like the Yankees don't have, and it's not like the Yankees don't have young guns waiting, just waiting to come up. Yeah, and it's not I mean, like you he, got... it's not like he phrased the fucking statement. Like my my issue, my I, what I take issue with when it comes to the agent is the fact that he was like, "Oh, well, take this as a warning, you know, to anybody who signs in New York that you need to have Teflon, Teflon, whatever, both mentally and physically. Like even the off season, like no one. He specifically said that when Stanton plays, he plays fantastically, and. Mm-hmm the expectation for any franchise is going to be that you play more than you're hurt. So it is a fair criticism of Giancarlo Stanton to say he's fucking hurt a lot. So for the, for the and agent, not... and I, I get the agent has to defend his player because at the end of the day, it's his paycheck that gets affected too, but don't fucking yeah. go at, don't go at the Yankees because your guy's injury prone. Just be like, Hey, you know, uh, you know, I wish that we'd focus on Giancarlo's production. You know, he's, 25th and fucking whatever and just just focus on that you don't have to be like oh wow fuck that market you know yeah and i think like i'm hoping it's a play to get stanton to waive his trade there is no trade clause um but i it's not like it's a one-year thing it's not like you know we got stanton he was hurt last year and but the previous four years he was healthy since he's come to new york he hasn't been healthy and the one egg his first year he was healthy for most of it but he played like shit so i mean you gotta understand with the money he was he's getting paid they're paying him 30 million dollars a year and he's just not playing that's i mean you might get away with that and fucking Cincinnati in a small market, but New York, you're not getting away with that. New York, the way New York is, is it's World Series or bust. If you don't win the World Series, it's a, the season's a waste. It's a wasted season. That's how most fans and that management looks at it. So on paper, he, he's wasted money. You know, where where else could they they could have spent that money a lot better on better spots, the more needs they have, and to pay him to sit at home all year. Right. Just, I mean, it's it's a fair statement. It's a factual statement. You know, I understand feelings might get hurt, but it's the truth. And we're in the we're you know in the big leagues. you can't. Yeah. This is pro ball. If you want to feel good about yourself, drop back down to fucking triple A. Which <laughs> their season's shorter, so you'll probably miss more games. It's <laughs> it's just one of those things, like you can't get mad about that. And as the agent, I don't know I don't know if he has ulterior motives in getting mad and speaking to the press that way, but it's not a good look. I don't think it's a good look for him either. I mean, as an agent, I feel like it would be a stupid idea to piss off the people that signed your your Mega Millions contract, but maybe I'm tripping. 
Yeah. As for Stanton, under his Yankee contract, he has only played 391 of 708 possible regular season games since 2019, or 55%. He had the worst season of his career in 2023, uh, going 191 average, 275 OBS, 420 slugging, with 24 home runs in 101 games. That comes after what was previously the worst season of his career, which was 2022, where he hit 211, 297, and 462 with 31 home runs, respectively, in 110 games. So the question is, is Stanton on a decline? I, I mean, I would say so. I mean, 34 is past your prime. You know, they say like 28 to 32 is like your prime. So, I mean, he's on a down, and with how much baseball he misses. I mean, you th- think about how much the game has changed in terms of power pitching over the past three years, and he's only been around for half the season. Like, how as a hitter, how can you adjust if you're not in the game? So 55% of games, that'd be like paying fucking Josh Allen to play nine games nine a year. Games. Yep. Yeah. Or paying Burrow to play nine games a year. No right. team's going to do that. And I mean, I get it's baseball and football are different. There's less football games, yada, yada, yada. But at the core of it, you're still not paying some guy to play half your games. You're not going to pay him, you know, $30 million a year. You're just not going to do it. There's no business in which that makes sense. Right. It's, Unless it's those games he plays in, he's going three for five with three home runs and five RBIs a game. Right. So That's the only it's, way. It's essentially saying, like, we're going we're gonna to pay, I don't know, Take the NBA for example, because they they overpay everybody. Um, say we're gonna pay LeBron James, who's how the fuck old is he now? Thirty eight, thirty nine. We're gonna pay him to only play in fifty fucking games. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pay him thirty five million dollars a year to play in fifty games. Yeah, it's terrible. And. He he's not showing any signs of slowing down, but imagine he will though. He will obviously. Everybody does, and he's he's not going to play past fucking forty, right? Maybe, but I don't know who's a who's a good NBA player we can draw comparisons to who like went to a new team after the best season of their career. Paul George. Paul George going to LA or uh, yeah, I believe after he went to LA after he like lit up the world with Indiana and then was just fucking injured and irrelevant. Yeah. Pay him thirty five million dollars a year to play forty five, fifty games. Right. You're just not going to do it. Yeah, nobody in their right mind is going to do it. Right. No. So the Yankees have had him since he was 28. So they got him at his prime. Yep. And he's just been getting worse and worse and worse every single season. Yeah. 
That's bad. I I know, speaking for the three of us, we've been sick of it for the last three years. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now the Yankees are going through a situation where it's it's a shit show on both sides because their established talent is declining and their young talent is underperforming. So they're fighting a war on two fronts and it's something that money can't necessarily buy their way out of because no matter what you have to develop. It's something with the Yankees now that we're seeing that we haven't in a long time. Um, They're actually bringing up their young prospects, letting them play in the MLB. Yeah. Whereas in years prior, we trade away the farm for someone who's past their prime for a 220 batting average and 25 home runs. Right. A la Josh Donaldson. True. Yeah. I mean, the only, the, the Josh Donaldson saving grace is he was great on defense. Where with Stanton, you don't have that. What's that? Even still. Even still. Even still, yeah. But even, but, but there's a redeemable side to it. That's the thing. Whereas with Stanton, you don't have that because he's a DH. When he plays in the field, he looks lost sometimes. Like, there's better players you could put out there, and especially with the last two years of output, you can get better offense from one of these minor league guys. I mean, it's a matter of time. Volpe's going to get it down. Um, Cabrera's going to get it down. Dominguez is going to get it down. These young guys are the future, and they're underperforming right now, but they're also still green. You have to let... You have to get them the reps. Uh-huh. I mean, the timing between AAA and majors is big difference. Right. You know, they're going to... Yeah, it's going to take time gotta, for them to adjust. You got to look at all these guys, too. I don't think any of them were over 24. No. No, and Volpe, that's the future. Volpe just and turned I, like, 22. Dominguez just turned 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and they're the future. They need to let these guys play. Will it be rough sailing for the next year or two? Probably. Definitely. But once they come into their own, you're you're set for the future. And I think that was the big part of signing Judge long term was making sure that Judge was going to be the cornerstone cornerstone of the team for that long. But I mean, they have the pitching staff to win now. I think they're one or two bats away from they're a solid being in the playoffs perennially again. Away from... They're a solid well, the problem is starter we, away too. You bring all these pitchers and you're <laughs> I mean, Rodon pitched what, two games this year? Three yeah. games this year? Bum. Frankie Montas was supposed to be this great he thing. TJ or something. But I mean, but that's the thing. Like I understand you can't control Tommy John and Rodon can't control his injuries, but we're sitting here paying out the ass for a 34-year-old who's clearly slowed down. He's not he's a shell of what he used to be. We got Garrett Cole who's up for AL Cy Young. And who's behind yeah. him? Right. I mean, you got Nestor Cortez, but I mean 
eventually what he's doing isn't going to work anymore. Yeah. Especially you know, because he doesn't. Yeah, and he doesn't throw hard and like, don't get me wrong. I love Nestor Cortez, but the arm angles and stuff, eventually somebody's going to figure it out and he's going to be in trouble. Right. So um, you, who, you I mean, have, who you do have you have? Cool. Clark Schmidt looked promising. Clark Schmidt, finally. Yeah. If I, I really wish they would move Michael King to the starting rotation. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's I mean, trouble the in the Bronx and. The, they just need a guy to get through fucking six innings. Yeah. They had the league's best ERA out of the bullpen last year. And second the year before. Well, when you pitch majority of the innings, it's... You got a better chance at having a good ERA. Right, that's what I mean. But... We need somebody that can just eat up the first six, seven innings. And we don't have that and... other than Garrett Cole. Because the only one is Garrett Cole, and he'll go out there and throw 150 pitches over five innings. He don't give a shit. No, like that that game against uh, Houston where he one hit them. I think uh, last year he threw 128 yeah, pitches or something. He's like, no, yeah. I'm fucking doing this. I mean, there's they got nothing. But let's uh get away from baseball because let's be honest none of this matters for another 6 months 6 months yeah, i mean obviously just... when free agency opens up but right just just a little hot stove conversation i mean i know that you guys could talk about the yankees for days and days and days but yeah, speaking, say we could be here all day free agents do you think the do you think the yankees pursue soto yeah i think they'll do it just because they can i don't know if they'll do it seriously but. They're also they're also uh, pursuing Aaron Nola, from what I hear. Really? Yep. Mm. And they've already they've already been in contact with Cody Bellinger too. If they sign Cody Bellinger, that'd be the most Yankees thing ever. Yeah, sign that would check out 100%. Sign another fucking star on his way out, you know? He's not on his way out, though. Mm-hmm. He's only like 26, 27. Yeah. yeah. He's, only, he's only like three years removed from MVP. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that came in like his age 22 season. They they need another superstar left-hander because as much as the three of us love Anthony Rizzo, he can't do it all himself. No. Right. Um, while we're on the topic of the the rumor mill, um, have you? Either of you, and I, I'm sure the answer is more in the in the vein of Nico, but heard the laundry list of teams that have spoken with Patrick Kane. I've only seen two, being the Panthers and the Sabers. Well, 
heard that the Panthers are an aggressive pursuit. Yes. I believe it was the exact um exact wording. I know the Sabres I think were on it. Red Wings, Maple Leafs. Something like that. Um yeah, the Ma- the he talked to the Maple Leafs today. Um Let's see. He is actively in conversation with Buffalo and the Panthers. The Panthers really want him, but my inkling, my 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 nose tells me that he's probably going to go to Buffalo because that's where he's from. The Red Wings and Raider and Rangers are also on his radar. Yeah, but the Rangers aren't going to sign. They don't have the cap space. The uh, Rangers can be on his radar. It doesn't mean that he's on theirs. True. I'm just. I'm just saying. I mean, it's one of those things where it, it feels like... Oh, ten minutes ago out of the New York Post, Rangers are not in the Patrick Kane sweepstakes. Right. Um, it's tough because he's he's obviously coming off the the hip resurfacing, I think. And he, um, it, you just don't know what Patrick Kane you're going to get. So like he could go, right. to, he could, the reason why I think that he, he should go to Buffalo is because that's an up and coming team that could just use a veteran to be like, all right, chill out. This is what you do. This is what it's like to be a pro. This is how you overcome adversity, that kind of stuff. I don't think that he could, you know, it could be a meaningful contributor to the team, but I think that he could help them mentally in more ways than he could help them physically. As far as, um, what the fuck's the other team? <laughs> the Panthers go. I don't. You know, I don't know why they're going after him so hard. What, they made them. They made a cup run last year. What are they missing? I think they only lost two people. Yeah, I'm not sure, but they. But then you've got to think they've also got some big pieces that are going to need resigning next year too. Yeah. Brandon Montour, Sam Reinhart, Forsling. Reinhardt. Yeah. They're all going to need re-signing if they want to stay in Florida. I mean, I guess if it's an all-or-nothing shot <clears throat> this year, then fine, but I don't see where he fits into their picture. When I look at all the rumors, the team that makes the most sense is Buffalo. What the fuck is Toronto going to do with him? Put him next to John Tavares as the used to be good line. Yeah. Maybe I'm tripping. I mean, I don't, I don't see where they go with it. Why wouldn't he return to home though? And that makes more sense. He, the most he never, sense to he's me. Never... Logistically. Well, he's never what. Maybe he just doesn't want to fucking be in Buffalo because it's upstate New York. (laughs) We all live here. This place sucks. No hate. No hate, Buffalo. No hate. I promise. (laughs) No, it's just because... At least it's not Tampa. Right, if he signs the lightning, dude, he's dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's those are all the things that I'm gonna have to be honest about. I'll fucking lose it. <sighs> um, keeping on the the NHL rumor mill. Have you have you guys heard the spice coming spice. between Edmonton and Boston? I think I texted you guys. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Jeremy Swayman and DeBrusque to Edmonton for Leon Dreisaitl. Will it happen? Probably not. If it did, that would be that would have to be the biggest trade in NHL since Wayne Gretzky went to the Kings. Yeah. I mean, that would literally be unfathomable. Literally. Because people were like, oh, it shook the world when Patrick Kane went to the Rangers. Like, no, the fuck it did not, because he was, he's, he's, not, he's not in his prime. Right. He didn't just come off a fucking 70-goal season. Right. With, uh, with another fucking 120 points. Right. Or 120 assists, sorry. Hundred, he had 120 assists? I don't know. He he had some ridiculous fucking stat yeah, line. No, he's 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 obscene. But like, it's just that's like the big that's that's the big Wookie. What the fuck is a why would I say Wookie? Why did I say <laughs> what does that even? I mean? I don't even fucking know what that means. I mean, Wookies are massive. They're like eight feet tall. But like, it's not relevant to trade rumors. Um, but that would be like. Oh be the, no! He he had a before going to the Kings. He had a. 40 goal, 109 assist season. Okay. Um, Nikita Zadorov requests a trade. He's he's a young he's a young gun out of Calgary. Who wouldn't want to fucking leave Calgary? No offense, Calgary. I don't know how to not take that offensively, but yeah, right. Calgary's not Tampa, so. Um, <laughs> That's it, really. I mean, that's as far as as the rumor mill goes. Unfortunately, the NFL trade window's closed, so the, where we there's nothing there. Obviously, um, did you know that Anthony Bolivier went from to the New York Islanders? Oh yeah, Bo Horvat. That was last year. What the fuck? Anthony, what did you just say? Bovillier. Oh, okay. That's not what it sounded like to me. I just wanted to. Make I sure. might have said Bolivier. Yeah, I think you did. Okay. I looked, I read it. It's almost as bad as Sean Curley. I read it as quick as I could. And I did that thing where like, you look at the first letter and last letter and just guess. And that's (laughs) Anthony. Anthony French Canadian last name. (laughs) Beauvillier. Um, RIP Chris Knobloch. He was one of the good ones. He was one of the good ones. I'm so upset about that. I I think he should have got the, got the job over. Laviolette. I'm not going to talk shit about Laviolette, Laviolette right now. I'm not, not going to talk shit about him either. I'm not either. I like where this team is at right now, but I I do think that uh, they should have looked at Knobloch. Um, James, are you familiar with who Chris Knobloch is? Is he related to Chuck? No, I I, I haven't inquired, but I'm going to ask guess no. And I'm going to go with no. So, do you know who the Hartford Wolfpack are? Yes, the um, AHL affiliate for the Rangers. So, he was their head coach. And 
he was a very, very good head coach. He was probably, if not the best, top three coaches in the AHL. It was pretty much a when, not if. He got a head coaching position. He's particularly gifted at uh, developing young talent. The Oilers fired their coach and hired Chris Knobloch, who just happened to be the head coach for... Um, Connor McDavid when he was in uh, Major Junior in the WHL. Hmm. So nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's why that's why Nico and I are in mourning because we were hoping that Laviolette would be like a bridge coach to Knobloch because he's really fucking good. Um, but alas, but alas, we do not live in that perfect world. Um, I will say that I'm still rock hard about the Rangers. Uh, I, that's that's not no, that's never going to be a secret, right? Especially with the way that things are going right now with this team, I'm I'm so here for it. Yeah. Um, you you're, you guys are gonna hear a flamethrower here. Sweet, seriously, legitimate. Not legitimate, but it might as well be. Oh, I was like, where'd you get one? <laughs> Did you hear it? Did you buy one of Elon's? No, it's just it's just like a blowtorch attachment for one of those little Coleman things. Is that how you light your your fire? It sure is. Feels like a really dumb decision to have a blowtorch in the house, but I digress. Hey, it's fast and it's efficient. No, no one ever said it had to be smart. That's fair. James, did you trust him with a fucking blowtorch in your house? Uh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him with a blowtorch outside of my house. That's fair. Also, totally fair. As long as there's no alcohol involved, I'm fine. Uh, Sidney Crosby had a hat trick tonight. Okay. Also, did you guys see that the Hurricanes the Hurricanes are bringing back the, the, uh, the Hartford Whaler uniforms, but they're doing it with the fucking the hockey pants? Ew. Yeah. Like the long, like, like the long pants. Why? I, I don't. Hockey's probably meant to be played in shorts. Probably to make us say that exact statement because it's a fucking. It's gonna. Wow. Wow, that's a big yawn. Wake up, buddy. Yeah. Tell a friend the Cooperalls are back. I mean. The what? Cooperalls. Is that what those are called? One by, worn by some Whalers players during the 1982-1983 season, Cooperalls were an alternative form of hockey pants that featured waist-to-ankle design. They quickly fell out of favor after players complained about a lack of mobility, and the pants caused them to overheat during games. The NHL passed a rule that mandated players wear short pants on the ice beginning in 83-84. The Philadelphia Good. Flyers busted out the Cooperalls in warm-ups for their reverse retro jerseys. Now it's the Hurricanes' turn to go long pants. So they're only rocking the Cooperalls during warm-ups. Oh, okay. That's fine. I, I mean, it, the Whalers jersey is probably my favorite jersey of all time. 100%. So that I'm sil- just... That silver with the blue and green. I'm Love just it. stoked to fucking see it again. I would buy one. It's unfortunate that it's the fucking shit-ass Hurricanes and they're fake-ass fans, but... True. James, you don't even know, dude. I I actually went to town on fucking this one girl in like a an NHL forum. She's talking about how the Hurricanes had 
fantastic attendance and i was like for now she's like oh all the all the northern all the northerners they're all haters they all talk about how we're gonna have bad attendance when the team's not good and i was like uh exhibit a and i literally sent her all of the attendance ratings for the carolina hurricanes since they existed and every time they were dog shit they couldn't even put ten thousand people in the barn and every time that they've been good they've been full so i'm just like okay so when the team goes down and there's 8,000 people in the barn and they're talking about moving the team, you can shut the fuck up and get back at me, okay? Thank you. Didn't, didn't, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, didn't, didn't the Hartford Whalers play in a mall? Uh, unless that was like a, unless that was like a promo night, but I'm pretty sure they played in a mall. That's a Google question. Uh, to be fair to Carmenos, the Whalers had one of the most unusual arenas in North America. The Hartford Civic Center was often called the Mall, mall because, well, it was one with a 15,000 capacity arena in the middle. Bingo. Trivia question for it's you. It's still like that. Yeah, it is still like that. It's because I, I remember going to, going to the Wolfpack game, and we like... Went into a venue, and then once you're inside the venue, you go through like another set of double doors to go to the Hartford game. I'm like, what is happening right now? Correct. And uh, yeah, so that's hilarious. Fifteen thousand capacity arena, though. I mean, that's that's not bad for the '80s. No, especially when it's in a mall, and especially when it's in Connecticut. True. Like, I can think of as Robin Sparkles. What does that mean? It's, Let's go to the uh, mall. It's how I met your mother. Oh. You have I'm, to see if you can put that in there. It's... I'm dreadful at uh, pop culture references if they're not like Will Ferrell. So. There. Oh there. my god. He's a really good drummer. Would you wake up yeah, dude, let me boss. just do a bump of coke real quick. All right, I'm good to go. That's illegal. <laughs> it depends on where you are, bud. It's also not true. Crackheads are skinny. Really put a damper on the name of this podcast. Buddy. I've lost all that weight due to crack. Buddy, crack is not coke. What? Yes, it is. There is crack cocaine, and then there's cocaine. Crack, co- crack cocaine, you smoke a rock. Coke, you snort. They are not the same substance. Oh. Did you guys not fucking pay attention in health class? Mm, particularly James, not. you're telling me you thought cocaine. Bro, you thought cocaine fucking... and crack were synonymous with one another, like interchangeable terms? I mean, they're similar. No, they're not. Listen. I'm still worried about fucking quicksand. If you think I'm on to fucking what's going on with crack cocaine and regular coke, I don't fucking know. I'm not a drug dealer. You don't need to fucking be a drug dealer. All you need to do is like watch the first hour of American Gangster. I apologize for not being up to par on my illicit substances. Crack was like the reason for the epidemic in Harlem. It was like specifically funneled into Harlem because of the, uh, what's the fucking alcohol ATF? 
the ATF and FBI like funneled it into like black neighborhoods in the 70s and 80s to like cause an issue because it was way cheaper for to get crack cocaine than actual cocaine, which is why they say cocaine is the rich man's drug and crack cocaine is the ghetto drug. And also smoking it causes major adverse health effects as opposed to cocaine that you snort, which can cause issues, but it's not nearly as bad. Um, and yeah, so crack. You heard it here first, kids. If you're going to do drugs, do cocaine. Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna choose between two cocaines, pick the cocaine powder and not crack. What the fuck? And <laughs> this is why we will never have a sponsor. Um, what do you mean? That's good advice. That is good advice. And also, what do you mean? T- fucking Dan <clears throat> Cummins literally did his like 200th episode special on high on shrooms in real life. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. We're going to be fine. Oh, boy. Me giving the correct advice, don't do crack, do cocaine, if you're going to pick between the two, is not bad. I appreciate your input. Check it for fentanyl. So what are we no, talking yeah, about next? you should do that. That's a real thing. You should keep a tester on hand at all times. If it goes blue, say no. Um, <laughs> also, w- once we get our YouTube started, I can teach you how to test for your cocaine purity. Um... And then we'll teach you how to make mess. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude. We will not. Fucking, fucking blue ice, baby. Um, did they? Did you have? Have you ever had to go through the training on what to when you're looking for mobile meth labs? What you're looking for? I can't remember where I was, but they made at work. They made us take this training on what to look for when mobile meth labs and shit. And they legit taught us how to make meth. I was like, I don't, I mean, I know that wasn't your plan, but I, um, I got a history teacher in high school off on a tangent about how he didn't realize it, but he was basically telling us how to turn the opioid opium plant into like heroin. That's good. Yeah. It was a great lesson. I was very engaged. That checks. Anyways, our next topic is going to be uh, going to be football. the heels of that cocaine <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Better I, help if you're looking to sponsor anybody. We're your guys. Anybody with children who listens to the podcast, I am an excellent moral compass, and I will gladly be an idol for your children. So if you would like to sign up for my <laughs> class, it is for for just one three-hour session. It's thirty nine ninety nine. You can get my audio books. For two ninety nine ninety nine, that's six books. What audio Six books, starting out with the first one, which is which drug is better, and ending on the very, very delicious. Will this make me fat? Who cares? Life is short, and overall, I'll teach you how to be a a a, a useful, non helicopter instructive parent who allows their child to experiment in the world so feel free to reach out and i will uh i'll help you out with that anyways we're gonna move on to uh to football we'll be uh we'll be right back Okay, thank you to anybody who uh, who purchased my audiobooks in the last, you know, 10 minutes. Uh, it was a great sale. We are going to move on to the NFL. 
I fucking hate you. Discuss week ten. <laughs> week ten outcomes. Uh, <laughs> dreams, dreams of another Travis. Um, my mom would be very proud of me if I sold audiobooks. The the Travis your mother wanted you to be. Yeah, but like I, I'm pretty sure she didn't want me to sell like which drug to choose for your child. <laughs> But she probably would have really liked if I was a children's author. Needless to say, I am neither. I'm just a sad beer maker. You um, can do one about Connor the Crackhead. Why Connor? Where did Connor come from? What if did I did? What names? if I did Connor the Crackhead and William the Wife Beater? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're both. What terrible. about Stephen the school shooter? No. First of all. Jesus. I don't. I don't appreciate the first name you chose. I want you to take that back. Oh, my apologies, Stephen. We'll go with uh, Scott. Scott's That's a much better. Here. That's a much better because it's an it's a double alliteration. S C S C. But no, that's go. that's awful. Because that's what the fuck. What the fuck? No. No mental health. That's the that's the fucking bar. Like you just. Yes, there's like a line in the sand. I do believe it or not, people. There are there is a line in the sand in this podcast, and James consistently just fucking he's like long jumping past it. He thinks it's the mark he has to start the jump at, as opposed to end the fucking jump. Yeah, if you'd seen me, you'd know I don't jump. Yeah, well, because you fucking blow your knee out if you so much as look at the curb. Blow my knee out if I look at my knee. <laughs> look at it and my ACL is like really bruh sir that's what's about to disappear that's why you freak out when Joey comes by if he steps on your knee it's going to tear your fucking MCL yeah anyways you never know man week 10 uh, week 10 started off with the game we all had been hoping for Bears Panthers and what a <laughs> What an illustrious offensive show that it was. Such a great game, I forgot to turn it on. Yeah, I honest to God. I The only reason I even remembered that it was on is because I went to go watch Queso okay, on Twitch. It was like, oh shit, there's a football game. Um, Bryce Young is the passing PTSD leader. Nightmare that was more important or more entertaining than that game. Yeah, for passing yards, he's got a... 185. Just for perspective, okay. Bryce Young, yeah. leader in the clubhouse for passing 185 yards. Uh, Foreman, leader in the clubhouse, rushing 21, 21 carries, 80 yards. Leader in the clubhouse for receiving on the day, DJ Moore, five receptions, 58 yards. It was an offensive masterclass. Yeah, it was a slugfest, dude. It was just the best, most efficient offenses that you could ever wish for. Just really deciding, you know, it, was, it reminded me of the old Tom Brady Peyton Manning battles, where it just really was it was a masterclass. Wait, are we are we talking about who are we talking? We're about? talking about the Bears and Panthers, and I'm being sarcastic. I was going to say, I know because Deontay Foreman had 80 yards. I, that's what I said. 21 carries, 80 yards. Oh, 21 carries. Whatever. 21 carries. That's, well, when you have. An undrafted rookie. Anyways, lean on your run game. A moral of the story is it was a shit show, and the Bears won the shit show. 
Um, was that a, a last-second field goal? Because that seemed to be the uh, narrative of the weekend. No, no. Actually, the only team to score points in the fourth quarter was the Panthers, but they only kicked a field goal, so they lost by three. Oh, okay. Um, moving on to what I consider to be the game of the week, uh, Colts-Patriots. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get through that sentence. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get through it. Um, that was so good. I forgot to turn it on too. That was another. That was another offensive masterclass. Yeah, dude. Ten to six. Matt, yeah. Matt did quarterback you quarterback went for over a hundred yards? Did, did you... not throw a single touchdown. Well, that's not true. Gardner Minshew went for one hundred ninety-four yards, one pick. Yeah, yeah I said Jones did not throw a single touchdown. Yards in a pick. Well, yeah, but you said neither quarterback only, went over 100 yards. Went over 200 yards. Oh, okay. Um, the only touchdown scored in the day was uh, Jonathan Taylor. Did you watch Mac Jones' pick? Did you guys get to see that? Was that Mac Jones or was it the one at the end of the, the game? The one at the very end of the game was Bailey Zappi, but the one at the kind of end of the game okay. was Mac Jones. And he had, I don't know. Mac who, Jones' era is done. I don't know who the receiver was. But he was wide fucking open in the end zone, and Mac Jones just threw the ball fucking literally twenty feet short. It was like so he was wa- Mike Gesicki. It was like he wanted to just be off the field. There's no way he read that badly. There's just no way, and he threw it. There's no. I just didn't even know what to think of it. I was like, this is terrible. And he just dumped. It was like he was like, oh, dude, I actually hate this franchise. Here's the ball. Uh, moving on. Do you think part of his problem, though, is he had such high expectations for what he had to do? I would never want to be the guy that the replaced Tom Brady. Considering, uh, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, the the picture, but um, he has as many losses, as many home losses in. 21 career games that Tom Brady did in 21 years. Yeah. But also, he's dealing with one fucking eighth the team Tom Brady ever had. I guess. I mean, you guess. Name fucking one other offensive star on the team. On the current Patriots? Yeah. Mike Kosicki? Not that he's like the second coming of that's my Travis point. Kelsey, but that's my point. Oh my god! Sorry, yeah. I just watched that interception because yeah. I did not see it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like he threw. It looks like Vegas called him. Was like, no, dude, you're not scoring here. He's like, all right. Like all I, can, I don't know what he was aiming for. All I could think of when he threw that ball was like. The fucking Gen Z gamer chatter where they're like, oh, my God, he's throwing. Because when somebody plays like that bad, you're like, there's no way you're that bad. You're throwing. And I was like, he ha- it has to be. He has to be fucking point shaving. There's just no way. There's no way. It reminds me. It reminds me of when I'm playing Madden and the playcocks running down. So I slam the X button several <laughs> times. And then I you just accidentally throw. throw it into triple. Coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Only I don't throw it that short, so I don't know. Right. The fuck that was. That's terrible. But um, yeah. So that game also bad. I mean, we we retreated. We really, as NFL fans, retreated for the first two games of Week Ten. Um, 
Moving on, James, what the fuck happened? Um, I, mean, I think CJ Stroud Stroud's legitimately an MVP it. candidate, and he's obviously rookie of the year, and the Texans are better than expected, but to put to give up 30 and to drop that touchdown pass at the end, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that was embarrassing. If he doesn't drop that, we win. Right. You force them to go and get a touchdown, which they're probably not going to get with a minute left. No. And our defense hadn't played great all day, but when we get in the red zone, we're a whole new team. Yeah. I just, I don't. I mean, a a week prior, CJ Stroud went down with less than a minute to play. Yeah, but that was against the fucking Falcons. It was against the Bucks. Either way. That's my point. They're such a bad team, I forgot what it was. I just saw the color red and was like, that's it. That's the team. <laughs> Tank, Tank Dell is very impressive. I will give him that. Yeah, he is. They got a good tandem down there in Tank Bell and Noah Brown. Yeah. Um, but is Nico they had a Collins chance to win it. They out of the... What were you saying? Oh, is he on the IR? Nico Collins? Nico Collins. Maybe. I don't know. Man, we didn't notice it last week, but CJ Stroud had the stat of the week last week. What was that? Uh, zero carries for 10 yards. How? <laughs> what the fuck? How does that work? Uh, I just sent it. I just sent it in the group chat. I don't really know how that happened. Um, but yeah, zero carries for 10 yards. That's... Was there like a fumble that he picked up or something? It had to have been. I don't know. Zach Wilson must have been seeing ghosts of C.J. Stroud. That's what it was. (laughs) Zach Wilson wasn't even down, but he still sees ghosts, so it's okay. Okay, yeah, Nico Collins is is questionable, so it's probably something minor that they're not putting him on. Gotcha. Um... Yeah. So other than that, James, I mean, was it just a defensive collapse? I mean, obviously, like twenty-seven points. Joe Burrow played pretty well, I presume. Um, actually, he didn't play all that great. Really? Um, the first drive, walks down, just masterclass, putting on putting the ball on tight ends, just walks down the field on him, and I'm like, here we go, it's gonna happen again. We're gonna. It might be a shootout, but we can put up a lot of points. And then it was it was touchdown, punt, 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 end of half. Come out the second quarter, punt, field goal, touchdown, interception, interception, touchdown, field goal. Oh. So from... The first drive until there's about a quarter left of football. He wasn't good. And then obviously throws a fucking interception in the end zone. You can't do that. Right. You just, you can't. Um, And then so, seven plays, 41 yards. They're on the Houston 35. He throws a pick. 
Next drive, seven plays, 78 yards. They're on the Houston 14, and he throws a pick. You just, you can't do it. And luckily, um, Stroud threw one, too. Mm-hmm. And it got us back in the game, but... You, you so he can't. threw one late, right? Stroud, yeah. They were driving. Or no. They were at the Houston 28. Yeah, they, I was going to say, when you guys picked it off, you went right into the red zone. Yeah, you went right to the four-yard line. Yeah. So, it was a bad loss, and we're probably going to have another one handed to us this week, and Really? You're not confident against the Ravens? Not from what I've seen from them Sunday, no. You don't think you don't think that they can match the performance of the fucking Browns? No. So our injury report does not look good. Oh. Um right now questionable is our number one cornerback. T. Higgins is questionable, but probably out. Our number four wideout is probably out, and both of our DNs are probably out. Why are they? Why is T. Higgins out? Um, hamstring, I believe. I think it's his hamstring. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hamstring. It was a non-participant in today's today. practice. Oh. But that don't mean anything, anyways. Hey, he's got um, the same Mario. Interesting. Has. Hyperextended his knee on after the play. Some dude sho- got shoved and went right into his knee. And then Sam Hubbard is dealing with something. I don't know what he went out with. But. Yep. Sucks, dude. I'm sorry. Not a good. It's not a good time. <laughs> we are not having fun. Um, if if Hendrickson and Hubbard play, I feel more confident. Hendrickson. But <laughs> you're just <laughs> saying it with a Japanese accent. What? No, it's forget about it. This <laughs> is totally in the totally <laughs> totally separate separate about. conversation. You um, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Um so uh Are you we, talking about the Tom Segura bit? Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, okay. Um moving on to Vikings and Saints. Uh dude, the Vikings are the hottest team in football. They won five in a row. And Josh Dobbs doesn't care. And Carmel Mr. Clean. Yeah, MVP. Comeback player of the year. I think he's your I think he's reviving his career right now. Speaking of speaking of comeback player of the year, fuck you. Fuck you. If the fucking oh, mids, the fucking vid, mid-season Vegas odds came out and DeMar Hamlin's minus 200. The dude's played four snaps. He hasn't even come back. Yeah, we said he was, it. He, he, was, just, he was the 12th man on the field last night. Yeah, he was. <laughs> 
I fucking. Uh, it pisses me off because number the next best odds is Tua, and I fucking I fucking know it. <laughs> Anyways, Josh, I, well, I honestly, I think Tua's odds. If, Tua's plus two hundred. If Demar Hamlin played in games other than the twelve snaps he's taken on special teams this year, right? I would understand <clears throat> it, right? He hasn't even dressed but, for like the majority of the games. Exactly. But we are well aware. Everybody wonders why he's still on the roster. Because they can't fucking cut him because they're going to get booed. That's the fucking one positive they have going for them. Is they lost to the Broncos last night. They're going to get booed. I, I mean, gonna say, so one thing they have to latch on to is the fact that like the dude didn't die. I mean, other than that, it, they're fucking, they're all, everybody's hopes in fucking Buffalo is dead. They might as well hold on to the guy that didn't die. Maybe they're, maybe the hopes of that team can revive the way fucking he did. What? What? I just, I don't know. I don't. I feel bad for Buffalo right now. How bad was Ashley screaming at the TV? I don't know. I went to bed. Good call. I saw it not ending well, and I was like, I'm going to bed. Um. The. But yeah, so the Vikings, they look good, man. They're they're hard out now. They're a little little scrappy, little 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 fighters, you know. Um, Josh Dobbs looks great. He does. He looks like he's fucking. That rushing fun. touchdown was beautiful. Yeah, did you see that he made his own TikTok about himself? No. He stitched He did? Yeah, he stitched with that fucking you know the 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 the, the like this is for males. TikTok where the guy like grabs a piece of ice and then he's like oh yeah as he throws it he like starts singing yes Josh Jobs did that on his rushing touchdown nice I was like ah credit verse too at first I thought somebody else stitched it and then I saw the TikTok account it was fucking verified I'm like Josh Jobs made this himself the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um we credit words too you know I guess uh but yeah so Moving on, the Steelers, 23-19 over the pack. They just, I don't fucking understand the Steelers. <laughs> they get outgained. They get outplayed every fucking week. And they still win fucking games. So stupid. I, it will never make sense to any of us. You know, they're like... No, they're like it makes zero sense. They're like the Vikings of last year. They've won every single one-score game they've been in, they've won. And that's that's your 6-3. and three. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Buccaneers twenty to six over the Titans. Holy shit! I don't know who the Titans are, man. Nobody knows who the Titans are, including the Titans. the Titans. I don't get it. Baker Mayfield with a you decent don't know day, two seventy-eight, two touchdowns, one interception. I don't know. And not make it make sense. Um, the 49ers, 34 to 3 over the Jags. I guess they heard me talking shit. Didn't see that one coming. I didn't see a blowout coming. I mean, I could see the Jag or the 49ers winning the game. It is the Jaguars, but I mean, fuck. George Kittle have a day. 
Christian McCaffrey loses his touchdown streak against the fucking Jags, though. Big sad. And they put up 34 points. <laughs> yep. What the fuck? At what point does a wide receiver run out of bounds at the one just so they can hand it off to Christian McCaffrey? Right, exactly. Like, oh, dude, we're close. Going. That would have that tied the NFL record, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you see his quote after the game? No. No. Yeah, they were like, how do you feel about that? He's like, oh, you know, I suck. <laughs> yep, you sure do, Christian. Um, best running back in the fucking league, but you suck. Browns Ravens was a fucking tale of two halves. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah, that was. Watson rallies they went up. 14 down in the fourth to 33-31 win over the Ravens. When it was, when it quickly became 14 nothing, like five minutes into the game, I was like, this is already over. Yeah, me too. I turned it off. Like, then this is dumb. And then all of a sudden I fucking, I'm sitting there checking red zone and I see that the Browns scored and I'm like, what? What is that saying? Is yeah. that saying? Is that what I think it says? Like, holy shit. So, I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, I just, I find it almost poetic that we were in a debate about Lamar Jackson's legitimacy, and then this happens. <laughs> the dude does 223 <laughs> yards, one touchdown, two picks. Almost on you cue. You were in a debate about it. No, it wasn't just me. Well, it wasn't me. Yeah. You can't tell when James is typing. No, I don't. I don't pay attention. It says it. it says who wrote Not it? Not on my end. If you log into the page, it does. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I don't always pay attention from that end. It was the two of to us. To be completely honest, it was the two of us. And either way, uh, yeah, it was. It was poetic. It's literally like it was, it was poetic. It was like meant to be. Yeah, I had a guy giving me shit because I said. Um, Burrow's better than Allen, and then he was arguing that Allen wasn't, and then he commented, and Burrow threw his second pick. He's like, oh, yep, second pick just cost him the game, blah, blah, blah. So last night, when Josh Allen threw his second pick, I was like, um, I messaged him, and I was like, I go, yep, just typical Josh Allen, and he goes, still going to win the game. So I commented this morning and said, what were you saying about that? And no response. I am petty. If you argue with me on Facebook about sports, I will come back. (laughs) I have Um, receipts from people from like 10 years ago that said the Bengals would never win a Super Bowl. Guess what? I mean, they still have it. I'm going to send you a friend request. I know, but when that day comes, I'm going to send you a friend request. I'm going to post it on your page. I will be all up in your DMs. Imagine instead of just like enjoying the fucking moment, you're gonna focus on the negative, dude. That's 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 petty. He just said he is. I know, but like Jesus, I'm man, petty as fuck. You're like an extra on Mean Girls. You're so fetch. I'm gonna block you from this Discord. I promise you. <laughs> I I want to drive over to your house and punch you in the face. I, I promise you, I will fucking block you and I will find your replacement. 
There's got to be plenty of fucking fact or fucking bald guys that know about sports. Can't be that hard to find. Scott Van Pelt exists. Fernando. Fernando. Imagine, imagine we got Scott Van Pelt to say yes. <laughs> I'd be like, James, you're out. I feel like you'd be like, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I totally understand. Like, yeah, totally get it. Throw um, the brand when he leaves. <laughs> let me know. I'll come back. Yeah, exactly. Big downgrade, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, no. Fucking, no. fucking uh, Call of Duty Prime gets his first dub after returning from an ACL. Call of Duty Prime. Yeah, and just it's think about Falcons. it. It's Modern Warfare Three release week, and he did really well. Yeah, it's it true. Is. I forgot that was there this good, weekend. Good for him. Um, 249 yards, one pick, no touchdowns. I mean, it wasn't a stellar performance, but they won the game 25-23, and at the end of the day, all that matters. We is- talk about how it was 23-25. Yeah. And Tyler led the team in passing. What? Huh? Taylor Henneke was the starter for the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. He has been. And they still put up 23 points with him only throwing for 50 or passing for 70 yards. Yeah. Well, they have Bijan Robinson. I guess. Or did you forget he exists? Because you, you think exists. he's the top three. You, you, you still seem yeah, to think that he he's fell the off big time. Top but... three running back. Yeah, he heard me and was like, I'm going to prove that fat fuck wrong. <laughs> so, I appreciate that, Bijan. Um, yeah, sad. Uh, moving on to a game that actually mattered: uh, Chargers Lions. I don't Sorry, Nate. I don't know how the Chargers are just. They're they're a verb. They're just... They just charger. I don't know, man. Like yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. If your quarterback throws four touchdowns, you should be winning that game. If you yeah. put 38 points on the fucking board, you should win the game. What the fuck? Brandon Staley needs to go. Yes. Justin Herbert, 27 for 40, 323 fucking yards, four touchdowns, one pick, a rating of 114.9. Uh, Keenan Allen forgot that other people were on the fucking field. 11 receptions, 175 yards, two touchdowns, one for 38 yards. Uh, 11 receptions on 14 targets, I might add. And then you had Austin Eckler with another touchdown. Like It's just like, if you took those statistics and put them on a team with, with a fucking paper mache defense, they still would have won the game. Yeah. I, Who calls the defensive plays for the Chargers? Well, Brandon Staley is a defensive head coach. I don't know if he's a play caller. He should be fired. Well, yeah, we've been, we've saying, been that. saying that for fucking weeks. Chargers fans are really hoping the Big Ten pushes Jim Harbaugh out so they can hire him. Go to the Los Angeles Chargers page. Let's see. Would it be on the roster, coach? I don't know. No, it just says Coach Brandon Staley. Let's see. The old Googskies. Who calls the plays for Chargers? Fill in the blanks. 
Uh, Derek Ansley. Who the fuck oh, is no, he? no, he no, it, it's Staley. This is a question. It says, do you think Staley could benefit as a head coach by handing defensive play calling duties to Derek Ansley so he can focus on other aspects of his job? The Chargers have a tough road ahead of them as the defense seems to whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, uh, it's Brandon Staley who's calling the defensive plays. I'm at a loss for words. That's terrible. He should not survive this offseason. No, he shouldn't. And he shouldn't anyways. It doesn't matter. Like that that I don't care if fucking Mike Williams is hurt. Fucking everybody on that team's always hurt. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like you you should fucking win football games when your offense is putting up almost forty points a game. Mm-hmm. It's mind boggling to me. God, I just and I I live through the misery of Chargers fans now, and I just feel bad because there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse on this earth than having a roster that gives you hope and having them fucking piss it away. True, I know what that's like. See Rangers last season. Um, True. <laughs> the Cowboys have <laughs> Nico. The Cowboys, no. the Cowboys have officially outscored the New York Giants in the season series, eighty-nine to seventeen. <laughs> credit where credit is due, though. Hold on, they had positive passing yards this week. Yeah, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, dude. Even those Fucking names, Syracuse legend. Even those names, Tommy. Uh, did you see? Yards. Did you see Big He's... Cat's power rankings today? Yeah, the Giants are oh. super ass. Did you see what he put for Tommy DeVito's family? No. <laughs> he made it all his own category with a picture of them, and it says, calls sauce gravy. <laughs> <laughs> as an Italian, you should find that offensive. I, I mean, it's hilarious. It's, it's Sunday gravy, New, isn't it? New Jersey is its own James, world. Right? I will drive over to your house and punch you in the mouth. All right, I will go downstairs and pour out a jar of Prego as an apology. Nobody cares about should. nobody cares about jarred sauce, unless it's jarred sauce from like the market. Right. Uh, fun if, fact. What? That's mine. That's your sauce. Mm-hmm. You made it. I mean, it's the family recipe. Yeah. You made it though. I didn't. Dad did, but it's still the family. Your recipe. dad made the sauce that's in the jars at Altieri's. Yeah, correct. He cooked it. Correct. For the jars. Correct. Wow. Well, your dad's you got cool. any extras? Or... Can I get a discount? I. That's not up to me. I mean, I can make my own fucking marinara sauce. I don't need your fucking help. Right, I mean, each batch is fucking yeah, it's thirty different. jars. So it's different. It's different every Credit time. Credit where yeah. credits due, though. Well, Terry's pizza is fire. James, what? What? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> We're talking about sauce from Terry's, and I just said, hey, their sauce, their pizza is fire. We're talking about pasta. We're talking about pasta sauce. Yeah, like you. Yeah, do you think? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Do you think, do you, do you, do you think, do you think that marinara sauce? You can just stop that question right there. Is on pizza? No, it's pizza sauce. Okay, so you're not a complete. Okay, boy. I thought you were fucking level 25 stupid, dude. I really no. did. No, there's different types of sauce. Listen, I'm stupid, but I'm fat. Like, there's, <laughs> I know sauces. There's a differences. There's a differences. There's a differences. I'm just just named the short, fat, and stupid. Um, I didn't. All right, so commanders, we snocks. Yeah, go we snocks. Go we snocks. <laughs> Geo Smith, 369 yards, two touchdowns. Have a day. Yeah, I know. I picked him up on my waivers because uh, Anthony Richardson is on the IR and Mahomes was on a was oh, on a buy. Was on a see you later. For fuck's sake, Sam Howell, 312 yards, 312 what yards, was that? three touchdowns. Are you having a, a stroke? No, I'm good. Lift your arms. Are they even? <laughs> They're even. Okay. We're good. Trust me, I do one of these at least seven times a day. It's just double checking. You literally were like, we're like you're like Sam Howell, three out of three. No, my zin, my zin slid up in my lip, so I was trying to keep it from coming out of my mouth while I was talking. You're a fucking gong show, dude. <laughs> Your whole life, life is, a, life. is just a mess, man. Yeah, dude, it's unhinged. Yeah. You're like you're like it fucking is. you're like kinetic sand that has like water in it. You just can't hold yourself together. <laughs> like there's there's structure there, but the slightest breeze, you're coming down. James is James is a non-Newtonian fluid. <laughs> 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 his, his life exists as an oobleck. He is starch water. Oh my god. It just sounds like a put down. It, it is, buddy. It is. It's just saying that. Uh. It, it's it's saying that there's there's something there. There's something there, but it's not quite there, you know? Yeah. Have you ever put no, you ever it. put cornstarch into water and slapped it? <laughs> No. <laughs> well, you should you should do that. <laughs> you gotta get the right consistency. Yeah, you gotta get the right consistency. But yeah, you can't just like take like a teaspoon. You gotta like pour the fucking shit in there. But then you slap it. But then you just let your hand set in it, and then you have yourself an experience with a non-Newtonian fluid. It just sounds messy. Basically, the 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 molecules are so large that if you move it fast. It acts as a solid, but if you move it slowly, it acts as a liquid. I don't move yep. fast, so that's not the point. Never we're mind. To make you just ruined it. Yeah, the fucking Weesnocks. My dad said right before he left. The Weesnocks. The Weesnocks had the commanders come into town, and they pulled it out, despite being outscored. Sounds in the like Antonio Brown. What? Said so they had the. Never mind. I I know what I said, James. And I know what you're referencing. I just wanted you to. I wanted you to repeat yourself so you could sound here. How stupid you sound. Sound how stupid you sound. Okay. It's eleven oh nine. So you can sound how stupid I sound. Yeah. It's eleven oh nine p.m. and all of us were up at like six thirty. Sure. Um, 
moving on the fucking I'm not gonna lie to you if we did if we did this at four o'clock there would be so much more information <laughs> in sports and much much less tired gallivanting uh, I'm sorry that we all have fucking lives James. what's what is tired gallivanting those are two different opposite <laughs> words you cannot tiredly gallivant you either gallivant or you are tired <laughs> What the fuck? For someone who claims to be so fucking smart, you really are a moron. Holy shit. <laughs> that was the dumbest I'm just picturing, like, for whatever reason, life. I have this image of James in his bed, just, like, horse galloping in his dream. Just <laughs> tired gallivanting. I don't know if that's what it is, but... I, I get the, it's just I get the, the traveler to roam about, about I get, for pleasure. Meaning there's the no of like salad fingers portraying a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> James, I know the literal definition of gallivanting, by the way, but you right now are reaching at straws because you know you fucked up. Because you know damn well <laughs> that no mother has ever used the word out there gallivanting and been like, oh, you were just gleefully walking around the neighborhood. Nobody said that. <laughs> Nobody said that. I bet you they did. In so the you, 70s. so you can try and ostrich yourself right now, but your whole fucking fat ass is out for the world to see, buddy. You said something stupid. Oh man, I feel almost <laughs> as dumb as when Nico said that Danny Dimes was going to be elite this year. Yeah, that was pretty stupid too. Hey, whatever. I get, I get one stupid comment. James makes them three times a week. That's fair. I can't wait till we're in person so people can see my jaw drop to the floor. <laughs> and some of the shit that comes out of his fucking mouth, I, I swear to God. They're gonna they're gonna just see these like muted segments where he's just saying shit and I'm just in disbelief. <laughs> we're both just sitting there with yeah. our fucking heads in our hands. Yeah, there's gonna be we're not gonna have to be able to have snacks because I'm gonna start throwing shit at you. <laughs> bring, bring back the bruise. Bring back the bruise? Yeah. Like from Do the you brewery? not remember what you used to tell me? No, the bruise on your nose. Oh, yeah, because I used to fucking grab my nose bridge so often because what you said was stupid as fuck. <laughs> you don't have to bring it back. It'll be there in glaring color. To be like, why does Travis wear eye black to the podcast? I'm like, I don't. It's my fucking... He doesn't. He just <laughs> he just broke his nose last week because yeah. James is a moron. Because I, I constantly am questioning my own reality, so I have to punch myself to make sure I'm in fucking real. Um, Jets Raiders. Jets Raiders after we found out the definition of a Raider. So it was a very informative game. Um, <laughs> credit credit where credit is due. Uh, it was terrible. The, yeah. the New York Jets have now gone 753 years without scoring a touchdown. Um, Zach Wilson. I, I, I really wish I could go back in time and eliminate any praise that I gave him. Because holy shit, he's bad. Yep. I just didn't know that somebody could consistently make terrible decisions. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I get where you're coming from. If I was Garrett Wilson, I'm slipping in the shower, tearing my ACL for the season. I would I mean, do that week after week to give myself the Tua treatment. Yeah. 
What were you going to say, James? I mean, you could just pull Deshaun Watson and say, I'm not. What are they going to do? It's not like he plays for the Dolphins where they're just going to send you back out on the field. Right. Or the Yankees. Uh, the, the nightcap of the week, <clears throat> the Broncos at the Bills, Josh Allen throws, was it three picks or two? Two. One of them wasn't his fault. Was the two other and a fumble. Yeah, that, that was bad. But the one pick wasn't his fault. But uh, other than that, you're going to let Russell. Finally got Percy fired. Yeah, that's true. Didn't you send us a thing that said like their EPA was like third in the league, though? Something like that, yeah. Like, I don't, don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if DeMar Hamlin. Stephon Diggs' field. brother. Ken Dorsey. Stephon Diggs' brother. Uh, no. No. That. What? They're looking for I'm an answer, kidding. but they aren't going to get it. Did you see? Did you see, like, the. The like memes about what Stefan Diggs t- was putting on his Instagram story during. Uh... Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Told him he doesn't get Did me the you, ball. Uh... <laughs> he's, he put on he's a Broncos, put on Broncos jersey. jersey. Did you see uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs tweeted, Man 14 got to get up out of there? Yeah. We, that yeah. Night? Which Trayvon can shut the fuck up because his team's dog shit too. Yeah. So, whoa, 14's got to get the fuck out of there. Trayvon, why don't you worry about getting past the first round of the playoffs, okay? Okay? Why don't you hey, yo. Why don't you keep your chirps to your fucking self until you've done something significant with your career? Fucking Eli Apple Jr. Yeah. I mean, at least he I gets... mean, he did lead, he did lead the league in interceptions. A lot of fucking good that did. Yeah, them. but he also led the league in getting fucking burnt. True. That's, I don't understand the love for Trayvon Diggs. I get it. The dude makes a lot of, he jumps a lot of balls and gets a lot of picks, but he also gets burnt every other play. I was gonna say, you what, can it, have, what is it? What you does can it matter? Have 20, 20 interceptions, but when you give up fucking fourteen thousand yards all year, it yeah. don't mean shit. It don't yeah. mean you're a good cornerback. I was gonna say, what is it? What does it mean that he has picks if he's given if he's you know consistently giving up deep balls to top receivers and touchdowns like? You know, do the ratio yeah, no, for like the greatest corners in the world or in history, like Darrell Reeves and stuff. Do the ratio on their picks to fucking shutdowns. I'm pretty sure they shut down a lot more receivers. Um, moving on to week eleven, James, we're starting out the week fucking tough. Although you did specifically say that you were not going to pick the Raven or the, the Bengals this week, so oh, you're going to give me the Bengals. Oh, okay. I'm going to be wrong. No, it's one of those ones where I know this is going to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> I Nico? just, I can't bring myself to pick against Ravens. Them. Ravens. The per- birds. Um, Smart move. Steelers at the Browns. I'm going to go Browns because they're home. Who are you taking, Trev? Bengals. Ravens. Oh, Bengals. are you? Yeah. Huh. You said Steelers at the Browns? Yeah, and I went with the. I'm Browns. going with the Browns because of the fact that I'm going with the Browns. James, I have to go. With the, I have to go with the Browns, but I, I it's one of those things where it's. It out. I was gonna say, can you, can I you don't out? like. I want to take the Steelers, 
I want to take think, the Browns, but I just I have a feeling the Steelers are going to fucking win because it, that's what they fucking do. They're minus twenty six in point differential, and somehow are still fucking six and three. Yeah, and they're, they're just bothers quarterback me. has sixteen hundred yards, six touchdowns, four picks. It just bothers me on a fucking fundamental level. Yeah. But um, the. Toughest pick of the year, Bears at the Lions. Just kidding. It's the Lions. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I don't. That's why I didn't say anything. I fully expected you <laughs> to just give me the Lions. Yeah, I don't. I'm not um, taking the Tyson the day led Bears. A game that probably shouldn't be hard to pick, but is hard to pick because we know what this fucking franchise does. Uh, Chargers at the Packers. Chargers. <laughs> After James just got done saying, I'll never pick the Chargers again. True. Give me the fucking Packers. No. <sighs> Fuck. Jesus. Give me God. the Chargers. I can't. I can't do it. I I want to just take the fucking Packers, but I just can't fucking do it. Um, Raiders at the Dolphins. Do we five hundred team they're facing? Yeah, five and five Raiders. It's true, but they're not better than five hundred. They're just five hundred, and they're also yeah, one true. and four on the road. Yeah. Dolphins by three. Dolphins are twelve and a half point favorites. <laughs> Dolphins by fourteen. Dolphins by thirty. That's the Raiders team that gave twelve points to the Jets, bro. That might as well be fifty-five points to the Dolphins. Um, yeah. Giants at Commanders. <laughs> Washington ten point favorites. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> Jesus yes, they are. Christ. Sixteen is a ten point favorite. I almost just typed Giants. Yeah, I'm going. Give me the uh, commies here. Give me the commies. Nico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The only difference we've had in our pick so far is that Nico picked the Ravens over the Bengals. Yep. Uh, Cowboys at the Panthers. I'm not even going to fucking ask you guys that one. Stupid fucking question to ask. Although the last, yep. the last fucking one-win team they played, they lost, so. True. Yeah. I'd fucking die. If they fucking lost to the Panthers, I promise you I'm going to be a, I'm going to be ignorant on social media. Ignorant. Um, I'm here for it. Titans at the Jags. That should be an easy win for the Jags. I mean, I don't... It's division, I get it, but Titans just got fucking dog-walked by the fucking Falcons, who are not good. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know who the Titans are. They're going to win by fucking 40 now. I know, I know. This is the time of year where we should be confident in our picks and be like... (laughs) right three quarters of the time but i just don't fucking know anymore i mean like, I'm, I'm usually right three quarters of the time first week was last week other than that i've averaged like 11 and four last week um cardinals at the texans texans are gonna win that yeah texans are really There's good at no home. way really yep. good at home 
despite the fact that Houston is a shit city. Um, just kidding, Houston. You're fine. Just kick Joel out, please. Um, the Buccaneers at the 49ers, as much as I want the Buccaneers to win that. No, definitely isn't happening. James? 49ers. That's... Uh, Jets at the Bills. I don't know who to pick. I don't know who to pick for that game. The Jets. I want to pick the Jets. The goddamn Jets. I want to pick the Jets, but they still have Zach Wilson as their QB. So they're going to hold the Bills to 15 points, but they're going to score six. The Giants held the Bills to 14. And how many points did the Giants score? Nine. Exactly. (laughs) I never said the Giants were good. The Jets are also not good. The Jets have not scored a touchdown in two games, bro. I'm well aware. If you take take Zach Wilson's touchdowns and interceptions and add them together, that's how many interceptions Josh Allen has. He has 11. Yeah, that's kind of sad. He also has 20 touchdowns. I don't see another quarterback on here with 20 touchdowns. So, Oh, Tua. Tua's got 20 and 7. Justin Herbert's got 17 and 5. Russell Wilson quietly with 18 touchdowns and four picks. What the fuck? <laughs> Wasn't he bad? I thought he was bad. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Bills. So are you seriously going to go with the Jets, Nico? Yes. Holy yep. shit. Oh, boy. James? Bills. I'm fully convinced if the Bills lose that the city of Buffalo is just going to turn into a giant bonfire. Uh-huh. Uh, Seahawks at the Rams. Rams are sneaky. They're it's only a one point favorite for the Seahawks, which is a four point swing. But the Rams, <sighs> the Rams are favored. No, the Seattle's favored by one. Um, but the Rams are home, so they get three to start. Um, yeah. So Seattle's really four point. But it's the point that like the the Rams have been like. They haven't won, but they've been a pain in the ass all year at home. And so, you never According know. to ESPN Analytics, the Rams are favored 55 to 44. According to Vegas. I don't know where they the get case. their logic. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't know where ESPN Analytics gets their numbers from. Right. Um, coming off of last week's performance, though, I'm going to go Geno Smith. Seahawks. Yeah. I think what since, is the I think status since, on Matt Stafford? Uh, uh questionable. Expected to return to land Rams starting lineup this week. But, I mean these these questionables and shit you can't you can't take seriously because it is Tuesday. So if they're hurt, chances are they're not practicing anyways. I'm going Wee Snocks. Yeah, I'm going Wee Snocks. Nico's going Rams. Rams. With Matt Stafford, that's a different team. They're going to beat the Seahawks team. Um, Vikings at the Broncos. Denver giving two and a half. 
Who'd have thunk it? It don't fucking matter. Primal Mr. Clean. Vikings by 20. Yeah, I'm going to go to actually. Yep. <laughs> Hottest team in the league right now. Yeah. They're on a, like, they're on like a mission. They're like a team of destiny. Yeah. That's, that was one of my arguments when I got into fucking that whole debate with, uh, the Brock Purdy people. They were like, oh, well, Debo's hurt and fucking, I'm like, have you looked at the Vikings? Have you looked at them? They lost Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, and they keep winning football games. You cannot be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, injuries. Like, I don't fucking care. And then I don't fucking know. I don't know who to pick for Monday. Eagles at the Chiefs. I don't fucking know. The Eagles are 4-1 and one on the road. The Chiefs are 4-1 and one at home. 7-2, and 8-1. and one. Mahomes and fucking Jalen Hurts have literally identical stats, basically. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Kansas City's I, minus two and a half at home, which means it's a pick 'em game. Eagles. Yeah, I'm gonna go Eagles because they're my fucking team. That's that's it. That I don't have any logic behind it. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Eagles based on having better a better wide receiver core. And Kansas City really hasn't looked like Kansas City yeah, this Pat- year. Patrick Mahomes has looked human. My concern yeah. is the fact that the Eagles secondary is their weakest feature. And so... And yeah, but if your linebacker core is good, because I'll, let's, let's yeah, be honest Nicole here. Dean in is order hurt. to beat the Chiefs, in order to beat the Chiefs, you got to stop Kelsey. Right, and our one, our one surefire way to stop Kelsey would be N'Kobe Dean, who's got a foot sprain, so he's out for two weeks. The only thing I can think of is if they flexed Hassan Reddick out to cover him, because Hassan Reddick is like, He's an edge rusher. He's not really a true lineman. So they could do it, but then you leave that side vulnerable to rushes. Yeah. Hassan Reddick is more than capable of defending Travis Kelsey in the midfield. It's just, do we sacrifice the left side of the defensive line for that? Yeah, because if you do that, you're going to let Checo run roughshod all over you. Right, I mean... It's pick your poison because it's if, if if it was two years ago and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham were still taking full full snaps and you could just move Josh Sweat over to where Hassan Reddick was and slide them down and leave Jalen Carter in the middle, then you'd be fine. But that's that's not that Eagles team right now. No, but I feel like offensively, they go toe to toe with Kansas City. Team. I just don't know if they're. Yeah. I don't know because you know how Kansas City is, dude. They're fucking. They just. They 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 do shot for shot until the very end, and then <clears> something <throat> fucking happens where they get the upper hand. And I just don't think yeah. if it comes down to that, our secondary is good enough to get a stop when they have to get a stop. And that's really where I'm coming from. I think that Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick could shut down the the run that's not that's not a concern of mine it's just patrick mahomes makes plays as much as i don't want to fucking you know as much as you want to talk shit as much as you want but i'm not confident that that defensive line can do what they have done the past you know five weeks which is when we need a sack they get a sack i mean patrick mahomes is very difficult to sack so yeah if the play comes down to the play of the secondary darius slay better have himself a fucking day and read blankenship better show the fuck up yeah, but, I, I still like the Eagles. 
Yeah, we'll see. I think if the Eagles win this game, it's a fucking okay, just, no-brainer. Just get the ball and brotherly shove it down the field. Just run it. Well, that's that's really the. I think them down. I was gonna say. I think that's the avenue that the Eagles take. Is if they do if they do win the game, they're just gonna run it down fucking Chris Jones's throat. But the but as much as the Kansas City offense has been subpar this year, their defense has been above average for what they historically are. So it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't think anybody's stopping AJ Brown, but that doesn't mean no, you know. But if we get if they get the run game going, it's over because the Eagles just simply won't let Patrick Mahomes possess the ball. Yeah, and that's what you got to do against the Chiefs. Right? They'll 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 out they'll out possess the Chiefs two to one, and that'll be the game. <clears throat> yeah. But anyways, that concludes the week. What did we learn today, gentlemen? James is a moron. We learned that. You learned that. More so than I thought originally. That's fair. You you expanded upon that knowledge, is what you're going to say. Yes. Yes. My expansive knowledge of James's idiocy is far, far and beyond what I ever thought it could be. God bless you. James? I learned fuck the both of you. I also learned that Trav has audiobooks that for the low price of thirty nine ninety nine you can get. No, 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 no. The audiobooks are two ninety nine. Yeah. Two ninety nine. Three hour lesson is thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. The one off. Now is there a deal? Like if if I combo that, can I get like if I get two audiobooks, can I get like five bucks off the lesson or the audiobooks are a pack. You either get them all or get none. Okay, so say I buy simultaneously and I use the code crack cocaine at checkout. (laughs) Do do I get get the free? You get the free three hour lesson. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's that's a deal. I know. Use the code crack cocaine. (laughs) But cocaine is spelled C O K A N E. Yeah. Yeah. In honor of Patrick Kane. To no. the Sabres, who's going to end up needing to do a bunch of coke. Oh, you heard it here, folks. First. Um, <laughs> you, you, you heard it here, folks, first. Wow. Good night. I'm going to bed. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. There yes. we go. I got it. Patrick Kane to the Buffalo Sabres and their that, cocaine addiction. That... <laughs> um, uh, I learned. Could be worse. You could sign with the Raiders and just crash into shit in a vehicle and it's true. Beat his wife. Well, he already in there. I mean, he already beat an Uber driver, so I mean, it's not much further down the road. Um, yeah. But I learned that there's always fucking drama in New York. I never paid attention to the MLB offseason. I didn't know it was this dramatic. Yeah. There's always. It's fucking, usually not. I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's a I feel whole, like this there's is a whole like, par show when... called the Hot Stove. Jeets, Jeets sat down with Cashman, and he's like, "Who would you rather have playing shortstop for you?" And he's like, "Troy Tulowitzki." I feel like that's, that's kind of what's happening right now. I mean, I'd rather have um, Troy. Derek Jeter wasn't even the best shortstop on his own think, team. Do you? Do you think um, this is going to be used to get Cashman out of New York? No, fuck no. Dude. 
I'm convinced that I'm convinced that Brian Cashman fucking th- deep throats Hal Steinbrenner on a daily to keep his job. That motherfucker has done fuck he's all for a have, decade, and he still fucking does whatever he wants. He's got to have like secrets on the Steinbrenner family. Yeah, he's probably got pictures of fucking Hal getting pegged. Yeah, that's well, not. I, I... Nico's like that's a visual I didn't need. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh. we're gonna we're gonna absolutely lose control because we've we've finished our topics and we have nothing holding us on. So I'm going Music to make you lose control. I'm gonna oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna give people their daily or the weekly reminder to check out our fucking social medias. Uh, check out our other podcast. Go to our YouTube channel, uh, which is now the Dojo Podcast Network. It has both short, fat, and balding, and upstate blue shirts on it, and more to come. Uh, studio is in construction on the way soon. Be sure to follow us. Be sure to comment. Be sure to email us. Do whatever the fuck you want to communicate with us. We love it all. Uh, other than that, guys, we will catch you next week. Yes. Join our Facebook page. We like to post sports content, and we follow. will debate and argue with you yeah, on there. follow the you face really yeah care. exactly you can get treated like you're on the show right there on the facebook yeah. page say dumb shit get told come, you're dumb come call me a fucking moron it'll yeah. be a good time for everybody absolutely i mean we already call him a moron enough but any outside help we can get is always appreciated he's a masochist he loves it grew up idolizing gordon ramsay just lay it on me i don't even care okay uh we're gonna unpack that in therapy so uh see you guys next week <laughs> bye Dream.